0: phone or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash speaks. That's betterhelp.com/music speaks for 10% off your first month. And thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode.
1: at checkout for 10% off your order.
0: That's right, James, go to bonescoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code MUSICSPEAKS for 10% off today.
2: Like
1: many of you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs.
0: Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face.
1: Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music,
0: interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox.
1: Hey everybody, it's me, it's me, it's J-A-C, and welcome back to the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast where we fight depression with the power of music. I'm your professional handicapped host, James Cox, and now... I'm not the voice of Scooter from the Muppets, you know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Three years and I might be three. From the three years and people still think I am.
0: I know. Nobody. Leave him alone. That. I know, right? <laughs> I feel like one of the three ghosts from the Muppets Christmas Carol, um, based on how whitewashed <laughs> I look.
1: Yeah, because uh, then you're on YouTube.
0: look like a corpse.
1: Yeah, if you're I'm on like a corpse. Yeah, if, you're, if you're, on... you're wondering
0: who this corpse is that's talking, I'm commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room. But only when I'm playing the drums, except for my electric drums, because they are quiet. I finally got them set up. That's right. More on that later. <laughs> I am your endless source of <laughs> useless music knowledge. My name is Blake Mosley, a.k.a. Brosley, a.k.a. Emo Bemo, a.k.a. Do we have just another one? bag baby.
1: He needs their best. Hey, that okay? So that's been on TikTok since last. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's been like a what a a, a viral uh, TikTok. It has thing. become a
0: viral sensation, a yeah. song from 23 years ago. And
1: I forgot what what
0: the uh, what the TikTok video does, but it's so like, the, the TikTok trend uh, for trend. for this song in particular was you show pictures of yourself like in your teenage years and right your teenage, yes you know, your hashtag teenage dirtbag years uh and uh set to to this song but like i think i think like all right so when you say one hit wonder well, you know what's 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 a song you think of like for me the first three songs that pop in my head whenever someone says one hit wonder number 1 would be Mambo Number Five. Uh, I just think that's a perfect example of a one hit wonder. Number Five, right? Right. Um, the Macarena.
2: Um, yeah, I always
0: think about that. Um, and then Teenage Dirtbag always goes up in there because I can't, I can't name you a single other Weezer song uh, other than Teenage Dirtbag. But just what a great example of and 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 here's another thing. There's there's so people like to you know kind of crap all over. Uh, one hit wonders but is there any real is there anything really wrong with being a one hit wonder like if you no. do one song that just absolutely takes off it's um a, it's a banger you don't have a follow-up i don't consider that um i don't i don't consider that to be a failure by any means i think it's uh i if anything it shows that you were you were so good at writing that one song you didn't even have to worry about a follow-up. You didn't have to stress out right. about a uh a sophomore slump album or anything like that. You just you wrote the one song, it was used in movies and commercials, and you get all kind of royalties from it now because hey, of man, that.
1: They're, they're, and you're, I you're you, that. I bet you I bet you there are like multi millionaires that over that one song. And okay, so oh, yeah. So three three names come to mind when I think about um uh, One Hand and Wonders and it just came to my mind. Mm-hmm. Better than Ezra, um, yeah. It yeah. was good, you know. And then, uh,
3: oh, it was good.
1: I love that song. I saw life with the Collective Soul. Oh, yeah. yeah, with Collective Soul, my yeah. lord, that's they, awesome. They're not. They're, all... they're not one hit wonders.
0: They're no, definitely not. They're triple, not Collective Soul. They're no quadruple.
1: Soul. And above wonders,
0: Collective Soul um, is an amazing band with plenty of great songs. Yes,
1: and, and I'll be so, will be so uh, so gratefully honored to have them on the so show. If they come on, you know oh, that'll be great. On.
0: We can talk about yeah. <laughs> so
1: another right, so another uh, band that that I saw with better than Ezra and Collective Soul is Tonic. Ooh, dude! So many now, and honestly, now they are a two hit two hit wonder. Yeah, they had um. Um, if you could only see, and Lemon, uh, one of those songs, I can't think, uh, of, I think of right now. I think the album, I'm looking it up right now, yeah. and the
0: album was called... Lemon Parade, I think. Lemon Parade, yeah. yeah. And, um, but you know, like, I love, I love Tonic. Tonic um, is the best, dude. There, that album, Lemon Parade, is obviously, like, the best one, because I can't really name you anything else off of that album. But yeah, if you could only see is... I yep. would I would say that yeah they were a one hit wonder because like that's really the only song you ever hear from them but yeah there are so many great songs on there including uh Soldier's Daughter that's a great yeah. song um and Mountain Mountain it's a great yeah. great great song from from there so plenty of of other great uh, uh great songs by some by some of these bands that are considered one hit wonders and, and and I'm sure that Weedus has a lot of other good songs I mean if you can write one song like teenage dirtbag that lasts you know forever right uh and, and it seems to be popular 23 years after it was released then yeah like obviously you you have a talent and you have a gift of writing good music uh it, may, it just maybe none of it took off as a hit quote unquote but right what's considered a hit Open. and what is considered a good song not necessarily like all hits are not necessarily <sighs> good songs to to me at least but so,
1: so open up your eyes is the other song that I think that they are doing. Open up your eyes. Yep, to that is open good. Up yep. your, uh, yeah, and then yeah. the 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 uh, ultimate one that has got to be right. Said Fred with uh, "I'm too sexy." I'm too sexy. That's a cool that is a wonder and wonder. Uh, and I don't know if this counts, but but uh, Rick Ashley, 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 Ashley Uh-huh. with um watch your mouth with uh, yeah. um.
0: This is a PG show, James.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, it is. But I mean, I, I can't really pronounce the new. Why would you call to, him that? I don't know.
0: I Why don't are know. you calling him that's, that? That's so mean. That's
1: his name, Astley. So <laughs> I, 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 I can't say it. But he has that one song, "Um, Rick Rolled." Um, yeah, that one. It's, yeah, it's, on a, it's By it's, the way, is that hey. a one-handed wonder or no?
0: Oh, a hundred percent. that is definitely right. a wonder. Yeah, yeah. But by the way, funny story. A- I so a- Ashley what's Rick the, rolled... What's his last name? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Rick 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 Ashley with a T. That's what I said.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Did, did I say that? Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: oh, no, um, okay. He probably thinks you said something else. Oh, too. Well, I'm them. sure that's not the first time you ever heard that. Right?
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. We love him too. So, <laughs> but, you know.
0: But, you know, he's he's definitely a one hit wonder. But the, the thing about it, sorry, um, he uh, so talk about viral sensations and trends. So, yeah. like, you know, remember, you remember 12, 15 years ago when YouTube was like in its infancy, uh, there was a trend where you click on a video that you think is going to be one thing and then about five seconds into it the beginning of never gonna give you up starts playing right and they never considered it being you, like, rolled uh, right. right yeah yeah right. Yeah. Up. yeah that's dun, the song dun, yeah dun. never gonna every time, get, yeah every, yeah every time. right so anyway that was a big like trend back then um lasted for a super long, long time, time yeah. um and it has even gotten to the point where it goes away but it still catches people off guard myself included mm-hmm. um because I was at church the other day I'm walking into the little green room behind you know kind of backstage whatever I go into the bathroom, and there is a piece of paper that is taped to the mirror in there with a QR code on it. So, out of curiosity, I scan, scan the QR code, and what does it bring up? <laughs> but Rick Astley. Oh that he's no! Never going to give you up. Yeah. Like I got Rick Rolled, dude. Yeah. yeah. I got Rick Rolled again. <laughs> everybody I, I does. does you know? Do it.
1: Yeah. Everybody does. Nah. It, but uh, yeah. But uh, this week has been a, like a like a complex for me because like uh, like I th- I told you about this because uh, I ordered me yeah. a I ordered me a Rodecaster Pro two you know the second one mm-hmm. and the board mm-hmm. malfunctioned and didn't really connect like the, like the one did so I took it back yeah. to, so I took it back to Best Buy and they're sending me another one so it should be a Tuesday.
0: Okay, but this um, one. Is, so we're still on Roadcast One. Yes,
1: yeah, but but as soon as I get that in and I know it works, this is yours. Yeah, so, so All we can. Right. Yeah,
0: so,
3: woo, yeah, upgrade,
1: baby, upgrade, invested, in, upgrade, invested in yourself. That's yeah, what, that's what Mister Feel Better taught me, and we we need a Monday show because he's been a really helpful, yeah. uh dude for for us uh, during this podcasting. Uh, yeah, uh, for real, you know life I guess it would be. But right. yes, today is the cover wars of Aweedis' Teenage Dirtbag and we have two amazing yeah. cover wars. Now Oh man. now there is one video that you sent me which I'm I which I'm I'm really um excited to to hear. But I don't know if yeah. this is like a true band, you know, but but we're gonna get into that later yeah you know? yeah so yeah it's
0: cool yeah it's cool and uh explaining explaining both of these I honestly we have featured both of these artists on previous cover wars oh, okay um because I do because yeah, re- so I do recognize one you know,
1: but but not the other one you know
0: yeah yeah uh, and I'm trying to remember which one we did so Rustin and Kelly we we did when we did our, our cover wars on the blink 182 song damn it Right. Um, yeah. And so yes. we kind of talked about him. And we're going to talk about him again, just in case you didn't hear that episode and maybe aren't familiar with Rustin Kelly. Um, and then uh, Alex Melton is the other one uh, that uh, we have featured him before because he does a lot of YouTube covers and they're so well done. And he plays every instrument uh, himself. Right. Um, but now he is like signed to a, a uh, record label and um, has original oh. music and stuff, too. But, you know, he's a is big he YouTuber. Signed, is
1: he signed uh, to a major label or,
0: or is it like it's not a major label? Good, no, it's an independent. Good, label. Yes. um, so always records. But, yeah. Good for yeah. him. Good for but him. But yeah, he's he's really good. And honestly, both of these guys are from South Carolina, which right. I did not know until doing a little I knew about Alex Melton excuse me, but I had forgotten or either either just totally missed the fact that Rustin Kelly was born in South Carolina. Um, he did not grow up in South Carolina, but he is originally from from here. So, uh, yeah, we got some some South Carolina representation uh, in the house today. Uh, and I'm very excited to to dig into this because what a great what a great song um, that still holds up. And, and honestly, I'm surprised that it still holds up and we'll get into why I'm <laughs> right. surprised that it still holds up in the midst of like the the climate that we live in to the, today and yeah. like with uh, like cancel culture and things like that. I'm really surprised this song is still around um, and hasn't been wiped off the face of the earth. Um, well, we technically- will get into that. Well, technically, um, you can't yeah.
1: really wipe off a song if it's already made and like 20 years ago, because it's still uh, on. The, it's true. Cause, they cause, can try. Because it's still they tried on. to just, get rid of Eminem, and they couldn't do it. Nobody can get rid of. You it. can't, you can't, can't get, get rid of Eminem. You can't get rid of Eminem, and you can't get rid of Metallica, and you can't get rid of us. Jeff tried. Nope. Big shout can't. out to Whoa. Big shout out to Jeff, but he tried to cancel us because we didn't agree with him on what. Jeff on, is the only person, on the person that's ever try to
0: cancel us, and you know how where'd that get you, huh? Huh? Still here? <laughs> That's right. Just kidding. But come back. We Jeff. love Jeff. Jeff's come... Good. Jeff's a good
1: guy. Yeah, because we did a uh, a Ghostbusters cover war with him, didn't we? Or something.
0: We did. Yeah. yeah we we had him on our Ghostbusters uh, cover wars, um, and uh, oh. and yeah. So, Jeff. Thanks for not canceling us. Yes, um, but
1: well, no. Thank you for trying to canceling us, but fail. You know, but come back. Yeah, you... yeah. It
0: makes us feel like actual podcasters and like like we've made it. Is yes. when someone tries to get us canceled and we can just be like, jokes nah, on you." Exactly. Uh, right, well, means. let's dig into it, man. Yeah. Let's let's get into this uh, this awesome song. Um, so "Teenage Dirtbag" is a song by American rock band Weetus. Uh It was um released on June twentieth. Uh, 2000 as the lead single from their eponymous debut album um which was released also in the year of 2000. um what a great year uh the song was written by guitarist and vocalist uh Brendan B Brown uh and was inspired by a childhood experience of his <laughs> um and one thing you know so he was on uh he was on Chris to makes a podcast um I talk about that show a lot I love it um and uh they they talked about De- teenage dirtbag and like so many other songs that are just massive hits this song like almost didn't even end up on the album Uh, it was kind of a yeah like it was a last minute like should we include it should we not Eh, screw it let's go and put it on there and you would be shocked at how many songs that are like just number one hits or like just Defined a whole generation, whatever you want to call it, yeah. that almost didn't make it onto an album. It blows right. my mind. Every time I listen to that podcast, almost every single episode, they're like, yeah, this one almost didn't end up on it. And then it became our biggest hit. Right. Um. So this was this was the case for that as well. Nice. nice. But not so much in the U.S. Like it, it was big in the U.S., but more so overseas. It was it was way, way, way more popular around the country than it was here. Uh which, which, I which also usually, found
1: very interesting which is usually the case. You know, I because mean, I feel yeah. like I feel like like uh like like it like, like anytime um A C D C goes overseas, you see this big yeah. old like field of like swarm of people which you don't see, see anything yeah. like that in America, you know. So that's so that makes total right. sense, you know. Oh, yeah. okay, so the song, did, did you read the song was successful in Australia? Pardon. I have not, I have oh, not got, gotten it out. Nice, Nice. okay, so. Uh, the song was successful in Australia, spending four weeks at number one, being certified three times platinum, and becoming the second best-selling single of 2000, which is great, you know, second best. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. also reached number one in Austria, um, uh, Schwarzenegger's Town. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Flanders, I don't know where that is. Uh, while peaking at number one, at number two in Ireland, Germany, and the UK, where it was certified two times platinum in 2018.
0: Nice. So Flanders is the Dutch-speaking northern portion of Belgium.
1: Ah, okay. Nice. Yeah.
0: See. Yeah. All over the place.
1: Yeah. And that's good. That's good. So teenage dirtbag is about a childhood experience that guitarist and vocalist Brennan B. Brown had. Um, in a 2012 interview with Tone Deaf, he says, it came from summer of 1984 on Long Island uh, when I was 10 years old. A summer in the woods behind my house, there was a satanic drug-induced ritual <laughs> teen homicide that went down. Oh, and, God. And, and Right, right. And it, I shouldn't be laughing. I'm no, so no, sorry. no, I'm no, no, no,
0: no, this is terrible. But it's just like, yeah, this, it, how happy the song is. I'm just a teenager. And he's like, yeah, so there was like a satanic ritual that and happened, and this just, kid died. Just and you're just, like,
3: oh my God, just what?
1: Just, <laughs> oh, no,
0: just a normal
1: day, you know what I mean? Just went behind the house, and he saw yeah, it. it's horrible, I, I guess. It's horrible, y'all. We're, you Long know, Island. we don't mean to laugh, but when something comes up, like, like, we have no. I mean that, that that just came out of the Yeah, there was so, so there's uh, no warning.
0: No, no, I'm sorry. So
1: there was a satanic drug-induced t- ritual teen homicide that went down, and the kid who did it was called Ricky Caso Castle K A S S O. Yeah, and mm-hmm. was arrested wearing an ACDC shirt. See, ACDC came C can't you know, uh-huh. um, which is odd because yeah. I've heard many things about what ACDC stood for. Um, it, yeah. it can be all alternate current direct current. But I've heard a yeah. lot of, a lot of people say that ACDC stands for after Christ devil comes, which is stupid. Yeah. something like that. Cause I don't yeah. think uh, ACDC. The same thing
0: with like kiss, <laughs> uh, kiss meant, uh, Knights in Satan's service. Right. It's like, <laughs> the, okay. It's like, what are you all doing? Anyway. Man? Yeah. Uh, uh no so, one had anything better to do during the satanic panic. So, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: so after he got arrested, uh, uh, so that made the papers um, and, and and TV, obviously. And here I was, 10 years old, walking around with a case full of ACDC and Iron it and Metallica. I guess that's like CDs and stuff. And all the parents and the teachers and the cops thought I was some kind of Satan worshiper. Which is, I don't think that, you know. Um, so that's yeah. the that's the backdrop of the song, which doesn't make sense because Teenage Dirtbag is like a, like, well, I guess, yeah, I guess he would consider the Teenage Dirtbag when he,
0: well, and so that, like, we're, we're, I mean, like, I mean, era. like Ricky
1: Kiso, not, you know, not bringing Teenage Dirtbag is yeah. about, it's about, um, uh, this, um, yeah.
0: So well I think so also thinking about like this the the time period too, like and we're gonna get into this a little bit more too, but like, like even even go like all right, so we're coming off the satanic panic, right? Like, or actually when this is happening, that is in the midst of the satanic panic of the eighties. Like everything was satanic. Every TV show, every game, every band, every heavy metal band excuse me it was all evil it was all the devil trying to uh um corrupt your children and it was just and it was ridiculous and i mean like i i grew up in a christian household um i was raised in church i still go to church um and i i look back on all this stuff and it's laughable because i'm like the, right. y'all this is so ridiculous like none of the stuff is satanic even the stuff that is satanic is not really satanic <laughs> like you right. know slayer slayer is not a satanic band they have a lot of satanic imagery Uh but even Slayer has said we don't believe in anything. Uh, We don't believe that there is a God and we don't believe that there is a devil. So they're like we're it's all for shock value, right? Right. And that's how they that's how they make their money. So all that's going on, uh, and you know how conservative people were back then too. Like if you wore a heavy metal t shirt, you were automatically (coughs) deemed a Satan worshiper, like from the get go. Which that carried over into the nineties because when I grew, I was growing up, Pokemon was evil. Harry Potter was evil. All this was Pokemon, the devil. The devil Pokemon. Oh yeah, I went to a school where uh, Pokemon cards were considered satanic, and you got in huge trouble if you were caught drawing Pokemon, playing with Pokemon cards, anything like that. Now, for some reason, now I
1: understand the game Magic would be considered satanic because it's yeah, Magic the Gathering, anything go, magic because the cards, but, 'Cause the cards have like green magic, blue magic, but when you get to the black magic stuff, they're
0: like, oh, oh, oh you well, know. any any kind of magic thing is yeah, well, yeah, considered yeah. evil witchcraft, right. evil, uh, the devil. Um, it's opening a door for and I I I never thought that was the case. All of a sudden I that was ridiculous. Um yeah. and uh you know, even uh and but well, one thing I never I never understood <laughs> was people had such a problem with Harry Potter and with Pokemon. Um, but things like Uh, like the Chronicles of Narnia or even Lord of the Rings was okay because the authors were Christians. And I was like, that makes no sense whatsoever. There is still magic in those stories. Yeah. Gandalf is a freaking wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Gandalf the white and Gandalf the gray. Okay. okay. It's okay. Because uh, Tolkien was a Christian Uh, or C.S. Lewis. Was a Christian, so those are okay. Let me um, but, let me ask yeah. you this real fast: Did they go after the, the
1: board game Ouija? Because that's more blanching. Oh, yeah, now, too. now I don't right. know why so that. I have
0: a lot of thoughts about a Ouija board. Okay, um, I do think that I I do believe that a Ouija board is far more dangerous. Uh, and and that's that's from having conversations with people like Brian, my brother-in-law, yeah, yeah. who is actually like. <clears throat> used a Ouija board and he, and if you want to go back, actually I'm going to have Brian on spook show yeah, okay. um, sometime soon to okay. talk about that again. But right. we talked about it on not religious and Brian had a whole story about, um, you know, a time when he, when he was a teenager and they used a Ouija board and all the like weird happenings that came from that. And he was like, it really is like a very dangerous, uh, thing. And it, and definitely opens up like a, a gateway to some pretty dangerous things that can happen there. Like he was like, there's all kind of unexplained freaky stuff that happened. He said, not coincidences, like actual things that I witnessed that were supernatural that are hard to define. Um, And, you know, it's, it's, it's tricky. Those things. Yes. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. That, that, that is something I do believe can be very dangerous, but something like Harry Potter or listening to a metal band, we're um, playing Pokemon or even playing Magic the Gathering. I, I've played Magic the Gathering before. I think it's great. It's a card game, dude. It's a card game. Right. Like fantasy. Yeah. I love fantasy. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's stupid. Anyway. Anywho. So, um, <laughs> Brown also added uh, that the song's uh, sing-along chorus remains an act of defiance. Um, he said, so when I sing I'm just a teenage dirtbag, I'm effectively saying, yeah, F you if you don't like it just because i like acdc doesn't mean i'm a devil worshiper and you're an idiot <laughs> um that's where it comes from um unquote in the same interview regarding the possible reasons for its continued success brown recalled his father's words uh quote every teenager has to go through that being an outsider thing at least a little bit so that's still uh so that story is still the same for people even if it's 30 years after i went through it unquote so what i want to point out about that and why I think the teenage dirtbag trend that happened on TikTok was not used properly. Um, a lot of celebrities got in on the teenage dirtbag trend. So they showed just pictures of them as teenagers. A lot of them just had normal childhoods. They might've been popular. Like that's not what the song is about. The song is about feeling like an outsider. Uh, and be getting picked on, I'm just a teenage dirtbag. What do I know? Yeah. Um, you know, why does she give a damn about me? Like that—that that is what. Yeah. The, like, listen to the song. It's very like self-deprecating, and uh, and and I think that's the heart of the song. Is like trying to make sense of the fact that you just don't fit in, and and how it's okay to not fit in. Um, so the TikTok trend when it took off, and all these beautiful celebrities are sharing photos of themselves. Where they were good looking, or they played football, or they were a cheerleader. It didn't, it wasn't used right. Like, teenage dirtbag in the sense is like, I was a weird kid. I got picked on all the time, but hey, I made it through. Right. So,
1: I don't know. So, all these celebrities, yeah. man, what are we going to do with them? What are you going to do with them? Well, why don't we become some and then show them how it's done? You know, I don't know. But, I will.
0: I would love to. I'd love to show you guys how to be a celebrity. Yeah, <laughs>
1: by becoming one ourselves,
0: you know. I don't
1: know. Maybe yeah. one day, hopefully. I don't know.
0: So, yeah. In the United
1: Kingdom, though, uh, the song peaked number at number two, uh, staying there for two weeks and came off the top by Atomic Kitten's "Hole Again," which I don't remember that one. Um, it's, I don't know that song. <laughs> no, we're, we're sorry, Atomic Kitten. Um, Don't, sorry,
0: yeah.
1: It's been four weeks at number one in Australia, and also topped the charts in Austria and Flanders, like I said before. Um, mm-hmm. Despite being a huge success in the UK, Europe, and Australia, it failed to chart the on the U.S. billboards. What is, what is the problem with U.S.? Why can't we, you know...
0: I don't, I don't I, see that's what I don't get. Yeah. It was so popular everywhere else, it was right? Not yeah. a big hit in the US, yeah. So it, it failed at charts
1: of, at US Billboard's Hot 100, peaking only at number seven. Okay, well, it got up there um, on the alternative yeah. song chart. Um, and but in March 2011, the song returned to the UK singles chart at number 43 and climbed to number uh 35 the following week. Nearly 10 years after the initial release. So, so, okay. So, so it came back for a while. Um, it did. So Bigtop40.com suggested that it was due to a promotion on iTunes. In April 2012, it re-entered the UK single charts again. This time picking at number 36. And then, once again, in March 2013, where it entered at number 46. Yeah. So, so, so like, wait, so, for next, yeah yeah, 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 go ahead, yeah. No, you're good. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, it, so it went away for a while, came back, and and made the charts up and made the charts backwards, forward. You know, it it, it kind of like didn't didn't know what it what wanted it to do. You know, kind of.
0: And I think that's that's the that's what to me that's what makes a one hit wonder a true one hit wonder <clears throat> is because like it 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 you know people may get tired of hearing it for a little bit while it's like you know first coming out uh yeah. then it goes away but then there's like a whole new generation of people that discover it right. um and then it kind of goes away again then it comes back and that's kind of what's happened because that was in uh 2012 right so that's 12 years after the song came out it came it came back and was popular again um fast forward 10 years 2022 the teenage dirtbag trend is popular again it's so it's bad. like every 10 yeah. years it gets like you know it, it like comes back um right. so but um so this next part this is where i was like i'm honestly shocked that people like it made such a, a re uh, uh it, it made such a like it it <laughs> reemerged on tiktok uh in this generation that we live in who is so quick to be like any mention of something that's controversial it's like nope get rid of it gone bye canceled ah. Honestly, like that's, that's our initial reaction to. Kind honestly, of stuff. I'm not surprised that it
1: did. I mean, because you're expecting it now, you know.
0: So yeah. Well. Know, so. so, all right. So let's talk about it real quick. So, yeah. The second verse of the song, and by the way, heads up: if you don't like, uh, we're not gonna eliminate all the cuss words in this part, um, because it's it's essential to the <laughs> to yeah. this. Yeah. Think of it as a historical text. <laughs> um, so if you don't like cursing, maybe skip forward a little bit. I'm not gonna edit it out. Um, but anyway. So I'm the second either, verse yeah. of the song originally began with her boyfriend's a dick he brings a gun to school which is why i was like we're still letting that happen okay (laughs) anyway radio edits usually omitted the word dick or edited out so uh so that it sounds like the less offensive prick okay but most Mm. modern versions of the song have the words gun to school covered by scratching sounds Mm. uh some versions also edit the lines um and he'd simply kick my ass uh, if he knew the truth to remove the word ass. Uh, and then when asked by uh, and when asked why gun is frequently censored, Brown stated that it is because of the day he presented the song to the band's record label. It was around the time of the first anniversary of the Columbine High School mass, uh, Massacre. OK, so bad timing, just right. bad timing. Um The song was then re-recorded and re-released in 2020, retaining the original lines. Um, which I'm shocked that they re-recorded it and kept the original lines in there after all of the school shootings and stuff that's happened since then. Um, I don't know. It's just, it was odd to me. I was like, this is, this is just, it's, it's, it's strange that, that it was re-recorded and wasn't changed. Like they, and they tried so hard to, there's a really cool story about them re-recording that song on Krista makes a podcast too. All right. um, I would highly encourage everyone if you love the song, go listen to that um, because they they kind of break down like their their efforts to re record the song and make it sound almost exactly how it originally sounded back in the day. So that like they brought all the original uh, musicians who had a hand in that back twenty years later to re record it. It's just I don't know. It was cool. It's a cool story. Yeah. So,
1: all right, nice. So yeah. let's
0: let's dive deep now into the covers of this
1: of this controversial song I guess it's you know controversial, controversial yeah. still. Uh so let's talk let's talk about Rustin Kelly for a minute. Uh so Rustin Rustin Samuel Kelly born uh July 31st 1988 is an American singer-songwriter after landing a published deal publishing deal with BMG's Nashville in 2013. He got his first cut with Timber Girl's song, Nashville Without You, which appeared on the girl's album, uh, Two Lanes of Freedom. Um, following a record deal with, with Razor and Ties, Washington Square, he released a debut EP, Hallow- uh, Halloween, produced by Mike Mogis. Mogis? Mogis? Yeah, I'm not sure. Mogis, I believe. With him in 2017, uh, okay, so so he had a, he, he had an EP called Halloween. My bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And in 2018, Kelly signed with Rounder Records and released his debut a studio album, Dying Star, to, general, to generally favorable critical appraisal. Uh, 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 Russell Kelly was born in South Carolina, just like you said before. Uh, his family yeah. moved frequently. Because of his father's job, except where he lived in Wyoming, Ohio, it was, it was, yeah, for around eight years. Wyoming, or so. Ohio,
0: yeah, it's very confusing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wyoming, Ohio. So he lived
1: there for about eight years. Um, he came from musical a musical family. Uh, he began playing music and writing songs as a teenager. So he he too is a teenage dirtbag, I guess.
0: A teenage dirtbag, just like the rest of us. We're all
1: teenage dirtbags, yeah uh yeah. Kelly struggled with drug addiction for years and decided to pursue the life of sobriety uh, following a overdose on on in December 2015, which is always horrible wow. horrible to talk about, yeah. but uh, but they needs to be talked about, you know. so it does. Um, yeah regarding his recovery, he, he stated quotations, I, I went to rehab once, but it was all I could afford. Uh, so it was the kind of rehab in North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, Kelly met singer Casey Musgraves after performing at the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville in March 2016. They married in October 2017 and filed a divorce in July 2020. And Casey Musgraves has, I I, I, I think it still has the best cover of Elvis's, um... Wise men say, only fools, fools Russian. I can't of, help. Yeah, okay. yeah. So yeah. So go, go,
0: go. Oh, to recover. I'm glad you said that because I. Uh, so I've got like a list of like episode ideas. Yeah. Um, you know, in in my phone. Um, and I've got a whole separate one just for cover wars. And I had that song on there. Oh,
2: wow. Okay. uh, Yeah.
0: As a feature episode. Um, so, but I did not know that she did a cover of that. So I'm going to have to check that out.
1: Amazing cover. Amazing. A lot of good
0: covers of that out there. So, okay. Well, let's, let's take a listen to this one. So I'll, uh, I want to preface this too. On this album, this EP that he released called Dirt Emo, which is where we featured, uh, which had, um, uh damn it on it too. Um there are two versions of Teenage Dirtbag that he did. One is just like an acoustic one that was recorded in a studio, which is great. But the live one I feel is just is just so much better. Uh and uh not not to discredit the other one. I think the other one's amazing too, but this live one is just really, really good. So it was so good he did it twice.
1: Yes. So nice he did it twice. So nice he did it twice. So here he is. <laughs> Russell Kelly's version of Teenage Dirtbag, and and you said it was on on a on a cover cover album that you did on an
0: EP. It's a whole cover EP called Dirt Emo Volume One. I am eagerly anticipating Volume Two, uh, if he ever decides to do it. But it's full of, of really great songs.
1: All right, so everybody check that out. In the meantime, we're gonna yeah. listen to Teenage Dirtbag by Russell Kelly right now. 3, 2, Three, two, one. <laughs>
3: Yes, yes, it was good.
0: I love the yes, last version. He does change it up a little bit too with the lyrics. So, uh, I mean, it's it's really not yeah, even. Yeah, because uh, it's not I, better. He doesn't say gun. He, he says knife. Uh, right, which uh, which I did pick up
1: cool. on. Which I did pick up on. I thought he was going to go with the yeah. original one, but I guess that's like, that's too um, yeah. controversial. Still, I don't know. Not, well, nowadays yeah, it still is say, so, still a weapon. Yeah, right. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> yeah, can't. Keep, yeah, I, I love that. I love the live version of that, and again, I love the acoustic, the regular version that that he recorded too. But, but that live version is just, is so good. Nice. Um, nice. I would have yeah. loved to have been in that room. I just, I feel like that's just, oh, just such a good song. Uh, such a good cover.
1: I don't know if you saw me on 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 the on the little thing, but I was, I, I the song like put me in a, like a like a like a daydream kind of, you know. I mean, a, yeah, a, just for like a yeah. few seconds, you know. So that, yeah. that that's the first time any song did that to me. And then you know yeah. just um, amazing. So yeah. A lot of Rustin
0: Kelly songs are like that. Just yeah. kind of transports you almost in, in a way. So uh-huh. um all right, well let's talk uh-huh. about another South Carolina boy. Uh <laughs> this is uh Alex Melton. Um if you frequented uh, virtually any music related corner of the internet over the past few years, you're likely have to have seen and heard of Alex Melton. Uh, The Florence, South Carolina based multi-instrumentalist has gone viral more than just a few times for his genre bending covers, uh, flipping rock, pop and country uh, songs from uh, Taylor Swift, Blink-182 and Third Eye Blind on their heads and reimagining them in completely new ways uh, to the tune of more than 300,000 YouTube subscribers um, and 25 million videos since 2012. Um, He says uh, it's that old quote, good artists borrow. But great artists steal, says Melton with a laugh. Uh, There's nothing uh, but there's nothing larcenous about the way that he approaches his covers. Melton understands the art of songwriting at an intimate level, having poured over uh, music theory and arrangement intricacies uh, from high school days through college classes. Um, This dedication to breaking down the intrinsic quality of great songs is what gives his debut uh, Pure Noise album, uh, Southern Charm, such a compelling, shape-shifting identity split into two halves, amped up versions of country classics and his trademark y'all alternative spin on punk and metal tracks. Uh, Southern Charm synthesizes all of Melton's influences uh, from the country staples played on a loop in his childhood home uh, through scene icons like Blink-182, The Starting Line, A Day to Remember, and Four Years Strong. Yes, Uh, Proficient on drums, guitar, bass, keyboards, and trumpet, uh, Melton typically produces all of his YouTube covers at his home studio, a testament to his insatiable desire for knowledge and self-improvement, and a snapshot of uh, how far he's come as an artist regarding, um, excuse me, of, of, uh, as an artist and recording engineer throughout the years. Ultimately, his covers are more than just viral sensations. They're illuminatory examples of the power of songwriting, how seemingly subtle shifts in genre, tempo and arrangement can transform the way that we think and uh, think about and enjoy music and now with southern charm at his disposal um and this has his full-time gig he's ready to continue uh, pushing his limits even further what a great way to sum up like what this this particular cover is so james if you've got that pulled up the title of this video um is really a uh, a testament to like what he does like if I could I could spend hours on mm. Alex Melton's YouTube channel just watching all these songs reimagined like what if this country song was done by Blink-182 or what if this Blink-182 song was done by Angels and Airwaves like it, the dude is a genius at thinking reimagining uh, and and all this stuff but this is uh, he went through a series where the drums are either halftime or they're uh, real fast. Uh, which this this case is the fast one so this is teenage dirtbag but the drums are real fast by the way all of his music is available on spotify so they're not just youtube covers um he does actually put these out on streaming platforms so that you can listen to them like in the car uh which i do all the time (laughs) so but yeah this is like this is like if teenage dirtbag was like a modern day pop punk song or something so
1: Okay, it's cool. So back up before we do this, I want to I want to make yeah. this crystal clear. Last time we yeah. talked about this, you said you didn't really like it on TikTok. You know, it, it, you know what? No, if this was yeah, I know. So, and I, I so sound... so I mean, come on, <laughs> dude. you gotta you gotta be consistent with you. I so. know. So well, actually, I you know. don't. Uh, actually, you don't need to be consistent because TikTok has has uh, <laughs> I mean. Video after video after video, so I understand how that can get a little annoying. But I know. but but <laughs> but stuff like this is like, it, yeah. I, so I, I I really don't understand. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to tell you right now. It's
0: it's hard to put yeah. my finger yeah. on it. I right. typically don't like that kind of stuff, but okay. I think Al, Alex Melton, um, just uh, he just, uh, he, just uh, he just does it. I don't know. There's something different. He just about does it, it for I, you. I, I do like. It just yeah, yeah. He just does it better. I think so. <laughs>
1: Nice. Okay, so here we go with a teenage Bag by Alex Morton, but the drums were real fast. Here we go. Three, two, one. <laughs>
3: her name is Noelle. I have a dream about her. She rings my girl.
1: Okay, so can I can I tell you my thoughts about the song?
2: Yeah,
0: absolutely. Go ahead. Mr. Thoughts, raw reaction.
1: Mr. C- right, yes, because I never heard this before, and uh, yeah, I'm sure Blake has heard this before, so he knows <laughs> what he's talking about. So, my first raw reaction was this: this was great. I love this. Yeah. Um, now I I I thought he was going to do a a breakdown halftime breakdown. <laughs> yeah. When he did the second chorus there was a time when i am yeah, like oh my god and, and and he just didn't and it didn't, didn't happen didn't no i, it, I agree there's it was especially when, uh, yeah Go. yeah yeah go
0: ahead no so like think about the chorus like just the, how it's structured and like right. playing like fast at yeah. the beginning the second like part of it like, like um so come listen a, to, the, the, listen to yeah. iron maiden part when like, yeah. that's the part that feels like yeah. it needs to go to half, time half just for break. like i mean it
1: a like, measure yeah, or two,
0: and right. then go back. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I thought it, it, like I was waiting for it too, and I'm always like, Come yeah, six, like And I'm like, oh no. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> I missed
1: it by a mark. But that's okay. I love this song still.
0: But uh, you, like you, you can you can hear it. Like it sounds yeah. like a uh, like an easy core band like doing a cover like a day to remember or four years strong. Right. And you're waiting for that like. I
3: It didn't happen, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But um. I noticed something, like like when he was playing drums, it was like after he yeah. hit the time, the, 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 the it was like he was kinda of wrestling for a minute and then I don't know if he picked it up, but he was kinda of yeah wrestling kinda it up and then go back. I thought yeah. that was thought that was kinda of cool, you know, that he's that he situated
0: himself. And he you know, he still throws it in there. He still gets oh, yeah. his half time in there, it's just not the parts that you think it was gonna be at. so. Right,
1: right. But
0: How but right. I did I did love I,
1: I i did love this cover song because because shows chose I chose yeah. uh, that that any song can be turned up to the max like 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 Teenage Rain did I mean the drums were absolutely amazing you know yeah
2: yeah um,
1: what uh, and what did you think it really about shows, it shows uh,
0: well I, I'm just I'm always impressed watching his videos because it's not like the guy is mainly a guitarist and he can play drums like some of these covers that you see and I think that's what sets him apart for me um when it comes to like these types of covers when you come across them on YouTube or uh TikTok or whatever is like you know it will be like um yeah what if this song what if this Taylor Swift song was a deathcore song and then they play it <laughs> but like they're mainly a guitar like right, yeah. they're a guitarist and you know like they they're showing their shredding skills or whatever yeah. um and they either like uh, like you know use like loops for the drums or they can record the drums but they're like an okay drummer uh but they're an amazing guitarist right something like that right alex melton is amazing at everything he plays like he's one of those people it makes you sick because you're like dude he's, everything you touch kind, just, uh, you you're great at it it's kind of like he another Dave an Grohl. Awesome he, he, he right, he right he yeah and he yeah. is more he is more than just a drummer like oh, yeah, He, he yeah. is a great drummer, but he is also a great guitarist. He's great at playing bass. The guy can sing really well, too. Yeah. So it's just yeah. it's amazing can. to watch do these covers because and to do them in such a way that he's like, what if this song was in this style of music? So he's he's able to mimic a, style, a particular style of another band um, that's specific to them. Right. Such as like Blink One Eighty Two or like what if this was done by the Foo Fighters or what if this was done by whoever, right? Uh, and I just I think it's amazing. I think it's I think that dude is in- incredibly talented. Honestly, I would yeah. love to have him on the show um, and sit down and talk to him. I've thought about shooting him a message before and just seeing if Do he it. wanted to come on. Um, and I think I, I think I will. I think I would love to talk to him about that. Kind of dive into hey, that a little more. All- I think we also have like he's done videos where it's like what if this. Uh, what if this you know emo song was done by a worship band so obviously the guy has like a connection to modern day worship too and it's really funny because like uh there's one it's like what if uh uh, it's a song by boys like girls but i can't remember which song it is but it's like what if oh yeah, yeah what if what if boys like girls was uh was um a worse oh hero heroine that's what it was a, a worship and what if it was done by a worship band yeah and so like the way he like like yeah. the people playing i was like he is spot on he this guy knows his stuff yeah it's yeah. so funny yeah. mm-hmm. i don't know so, here we go this is the okay part that okay it's so
1: yeah i didn't want to do this blake Brusley emo Yeah, this one's know. tough
2: this
1: um, is tough. so it's Rustin kelly or alex mountain yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna to need to do your unpopular opinion here. I'm gonna take, okay. take a am gonna take a mulligan and say that these are both equal. Because I mean <laughs> which the wait, no, I mean I mean seriously they are because oh, yeah, they are because they are. Because one song is it's a slower you know, um slower paced song which is Rustin Kelly's. Yeah. And then more of like a like upbeat up tempo. By, by by Alex Mountain, yeah, and I think that that, that e- either song can be played at any time of the day, you know right if you're sad happy and I like to uh, base my opinion on how I feel at the time I'm listening to the song I'm gonna take a moment i I'm, I'm gonna' I'm, I'm I'm gonna say both of these are great which which they are so I have no you know uh, mm-hmm. uh i I guess that's disdain for one or the other. Which I, which I never really have a disdain for songs, but I mean, yeah, yeah. I really can't pick. I don't know. I oh, about you, yeah. And um, and you can do that. You, so, this okay. So for everybody listening, you can pick either, 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 or, uh, which is your favorite song. But on off chance that you like both songs, it's okay that you pick both both songs, you know, and it is okay. And see, so this, okay. this, is... this is the second time that I've done that so far. I don't know. I I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, the first Out of one all is. the cover wars. Out of, yeah. Like, I don't know. We like 30, 40, couple, couple I more. Mean, I don't oh, know. More than yeah. that. There's, yeah.
0: There's t- so many more. Yeah. 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 Um, um,
1: it's this I, all right.
0: <laughs> I, I've thought about it, like listening to them, even before we recorded, uh, today, like, yeah, really gone back and forth with this one because it is because I I do love both for, both versions of this. Yeah, it's so I hard. love a song in yeah. general.
1: Yeah, it's so hard, you know.
0: Um I think uh Jeez. Okay. I know right. All right. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my gut here. I'm gonna say that the one that I prefer over the other one. <sighs> I'm going Rustin Kelly. The reason why
1: that's a fair that's a fair. As I mentioned
0: before, when I listened to that cover, in particular, all right, here here's how I'm going to define this. Okay, right. There's two versions of Rustin Kelly's covers that we that we talked about. We listen to one, the live version, and then there's the acoustic one. If I had to choose between the acoustic version that was recorded in the studio by Rustin Kelly and Alex Melton's fast cover of it, pop punk cover, I would go with. Alex Melton okay in this case since we're talking about the live cover right versus Alex Melton's I'm going with Rustin Kelly's live cover because as I mentioned before when I listen to it I'm like I wish I was in that room I wish I would have exactly. been there I don't know why yeah, I just feel uh, like that would have been just amazing to to be in person you know for and um but there's a few songs like that where you listen to live versions of that like things that stand out to me um and make me say gosh i wish i was i wish i was there i wish i was there in that moment with those people um that's one of the songs another one is uh uh an acoustic version of uh cute without the e by um taking back sunday (laughs) um there's an incredible live cover of that and then also uh or a live acoustic version of it and then there um uh there's a eric clapton acoustic version of layla That is just so cool. yeah Yeah, but it's like done in a different style it's like boom down 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 it's kind of like bluesy right i love it and like hearing the reaction because people didn't know like what it was initially you can hear the crowd reacting when he starts singing and they realize oh this is layla yeah uh and just like the reaction that they have where they're like oh my gosh this is this is awesome right um and then they start singing along so stuff like that like i love listening to live acoustic versions of songs where it sounds so intimate and uh like I just I don't, I don't know I'm just jealous of everybody that's in the room because I'm like <laughs> I wish I was there. Yeah. And that's what that version does for me. Right. So that is why I'm going with Rustin Kelly in this case. Yeah. Yeah, I so. I, I, I said Alex Melton, do you want to come on the show and and talk about it even though I didn't pick your cover? I did. So, what I do. so we're all good here. <laughs> J A C picture,
1: you know, and and and, and uh, okay, so oh my god, okay, so, okay, so even though Rusty Kelly's uh, tr- tr- uh transcended me to another world kind of for like two seconds from when I was daydreaming, yeah. um, that's very awesome. That, that's the first time. Any song has ever done that. To be honest with you, full full yeah. blown honest, that's the one song that that put me in the in the, in the trance and like a daydream situation. Now, just because right. I I I just because I said that I was expecting a breakdown from from uh, Melman's version does not mean I, I I don't like it better. It's just I like them both equal because yeah. listening to both songs from for me made me happy to hear it. You know, and that's all yeah. that matters. Right. You know? That's all that matters. That's right.
0: You know? Absolutely so, right, James. So which version well, There you have it,
1: folks. Yeah, so which version did you like? Did you like Rustin's or did you like Alex's? Uh, and and if you if you like yeah. both, it's okay, you know? We're all friends here. It's totally uh, okay. Yeah. Although right. although, so we need to have Alex come on in and uh maybe you can play drums for him because you, sir, have a drum kit at the house right now.
0: I do. When, I'm so. I'm you want so to you want to tell the public about it. I've I finally got my uh, little electronic drum set uh, set up, um, and I'm you know slowly adjusting and getting it like kind of you know comfortable and like where I, where I like my drums to be positioned and things like that. Um, I finally got the cable in that I needed to be able to like plug my phone up to it so I could play along to music and also be able to hear the drums uh, along with the music. Um, so I'm very excited. Like I sat down for a little bit yesterday and kind of practiced, um, some songs for church, um, and some other like things that I have coming up. And I was like, Oh, finally, like, this is just, it feels so nice to be able to like, actually just sit down and just play for a little bit. I can't wait to actually have more, more time where I just hit shuffle like on Spotify and just play whatever comes up. Mm -hmm. Um, but my intentions is to one day get to the point where I can record some covers even on that little kit. Um, and then you know, eventually progress and get my shed done yeah. and, and make it a little more of a thing, but um, you know, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. So I'm very yeah. excited. Yeah. I'm, I, I, uh, I wanted to update you yeah. on that James and let you know my drums are up and right. I am working so, on the next step. So, so, so am I talking and my
1: friends and, am I talking to the next Dave Grohl or Chad Channing?
0: Uh, not Dave Grohl um, <laughs> not, because and not, any other instruments, Besides the drums, drums is the only thing I have to my name. So well, I mean, sorry, he started
1: out as a drummer, you know.
0: Yeah, I guess I could like try to learn something else, and then I can, you know, we'll see what happens from there. But as of as of right now, just a drummer.
1: Yeah, I th- I, th- I thought we need we need to get Chad Channing on. I'm not sure if you know who you know who Chad Channing is. First guitar, first drummer from um from Nirvana. Bleach oh, trigger. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bleed Trigger. That's we need right. to get yeah. him on and chat on the with him and see what he's yeah. up to. Because I've heard he's, in a, he's cool. in a really cool band right now. So, um, Yeah. So, so these songs made me happy for me and hopefully that for y'all. Sure yeah, for for Mr. Rose here too. But we do have a mental <laughs> health, but we do have a mental health minute. And Mr. Emo Move is going to tell you about it right now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I wanted this mental health minute to kind of like if you're watching on YouTube, you may notice like my background is a little bit different. Um, and this is more for like people who work from home. Working from home is can it, it can be a very like. Some people don't like repetition. Some people need to change up things like that. I love repetition. I need repetition. I like doing the same thing all the time. Like I'm OK with that. Like it it gives me like a piece. Right. Um, however, um Working from home and then working with your spouse who also works from home, uh, you know, can can be challenging. Um, I would say that we handle it pretty well. But one thing we decided to do, and it's a simple change, but I cannot tell you just in the first week that it's been different. Uh, it is It has been great. Like I find myself more productive, able to pay attention a little bit. And maybe it's just a change. It's a change of scenery, right? Mm. All we did was we rearranged the office a little bit. So where my 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 desk used to be, was over here, um, which is now, and we had a couch that was right here. A lot of times you guys would see that in the background. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of switched it up and I moved to another portion of the room. Well, now I'm here and this is where I'll stay for a while, but we just moved our desks around. Um, we don't annoy each other when we're working, but I, when I was over here, I was like, you know, arms (laughs) away from her and, you know, just gives her a little more space uh, to kind of breathe and to be able to work um and then she got like a stand-up desk and it's really cool it's like motor powered so she can like press a button and it raises up and down. it's really neat but just something like that like change up the scenery a little bit and it may really help with uh especially if you have a really like uh stressful job um sometimes repetition isn't good some people don't like that uh and changing it up a little bit even so so little as to just rearrange the room really can make a huge impact. Um, It did for me, and I can only imagine for someone who doesn't like repetition and is more spontaneous and and likes things to change up a little bit more. uh, Changing the room around, um, rearranging a little bit, maybe redecorating. Heck, even like go in here and just repaint the room, something like that. Because, especially since COVID, a lot of people have started working from home, um, and a lot of people absolutely hate it. Some people absolutely love it, um, but some people hate it. And I think it's just that mundane repetition like oh i gotta go i gotta i gotta work again <laughs> kind of thing just yeah. little subtle changes like that i think really can go can go far so that is my mental health minute for you today for all my folks who work from home um but let that, let that, just try it just give it a try what what do you have to lose nothing and if yeah. you don't like the and, and if you don't
1: like the way you uh positioned it you don't put it back it's okay so, yeah, or, change it, yeah. Or, yeah, change it again, you know, uh, bring, bring, bring a little uh, uh, plant in the room and watch it grow or something, you that's know, right. just, just anything, anything can, can help you uh, feel better yeah. about it, you know, so, all right, that's yeah. right, uh, so thank you everybody for listening to the show today, be sure to share this with your friends, families, dog, cats, ferrets, um, iguanas, or anything you have at the house, alligators, semen.
0: Uh-huh. Anything with ears. And, <laughs> anything with ears. Yes. And corn. Wait. Huh? Share it with corn. Okay. Share it with corn. Corn. And
1: ears. ears of corn. I, I, I see what you did there. I, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jeff was probably like, that's not good, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, please don't cancel us again. Um all right, canceled. And please share, please leave a rating and review wherever you can, such as Apple Podcasts. It'll be helping us out a lot. Um, and and if you do, and if you want us to, we can read your re- review right here on the show.
0: That's right. And the best way to stay up to date with us is by following us on all of our social media uh, pages. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on the TikTok. Just search for When Words Fail Music Speaks. Give us a follow. All right. And would you like to be interviewed on the show? Reach out to us at James at
1: com or, or Blake at com.
0: or you can miss us
1: on any of the social media sites
0: mentioned before. That is right. And you, those of you who are watching on our YouTube channel, you can subscribe to our YouTube uh, where you can watch interviews, music video reactions, vinyl showcases, and much, much more. That's youtube.com slash when words fail music speaks. Be sure to turn on the notifications bell also uh, so that you can be notified whenever new videos are uploaded. And if you are watching this on YouTube right now, you can give us a thumbs up. It's very much appreciated.
1: Smash that like button. You know, Smash it. Obliterate it. Smash it I, obliter- I don't know what the kids are now are saying. So um, uh, <laughs> uh, Annihilate. Annihilate <laughs> Finish. Come here, man. Yes. Yes. Or... Uh, Come here. Or what does, what does Ryuk say when he does a fireball? Hadouken? Hadouken. Hadouken! Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so for all of these links, to find out more about us or to buy some of our merchandise, like like this awesome shirt right here that I'm wearing, you can see on, on YouTube, you need to buy one. Woo! You need to buy one so you can support That's our that. face. Yes. That's our faces right there. We look
0: mm. good, too. And Mr. Bruce my
1: hair is ever And Mr. designed this shirt, so you know, big up to him, you know. I did not. Yeah, you so did. did.
0: nope, that was one up graphics, but we'll get to him yeah, but later.
1: You, you you gave him the idea for the shirt. So I did. you I kept, gave him the idea,
0: I, but he also you gave him it. the I idea, but, but he yeah.
1: right, yeah. Yeah, you and him work working together, but uh we uh did. but we for, did. to find more about us and we to buy some of our merchandise, like I said before, visit our website, when words fail, music speaks dot com and go to uh, right. and also go to our, our go to our uh, article page cuz Doc Brass yes. has got a brand new article for you all to read.
0: Hey, awesome. Yep, that's right. So our logo as we mentioned before as seen on James shirt there, uh, our logo is created by One Up Graphics um and our theme song was created by Doc Brass that James just mentioned in an article uh, a blog post for us. Uh check it out on our website, but uh you can follow both of them on uh, Twitter and Instagram, it's at one up graphics and at Doc D.O.K. Brass. Um, if you don't mind checking out my other podcast, it's called South Carolina Spook Show. Uh, it's all about true crime and paranormal stories from the state of South Carolina. Um, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, I got a new episode that I'm in the works uh, or that is in the works. And hopefully we'll have that out within the next couple of weeks or so. Nice. Um, but yeah. And just to thank,
1: to thank you again to our sponsors for this episode, Bones Coffee and BetterHelp.com. Remember to use our discount code MUSICSPEAKS, all in word, at checkout for 10% off your order at BonesCoffee.com. And also go to BetterHelp.com slash MUSICSPEAKS to get 10% off your first month of therapy and to get matched with the therapist that is the perfect fit for you
0: yeah our uh, sources from this episode come from wikipedia and purenoise.net. uh we do not own any of the music that was used in this episode and no copyright infringement is intended um but yeah so james i think that ought to do it uh is there anything else you want to add no sir you, uh, but thanks again for, for listening
1: and always remember when words fail music speaks bye guys
0: it's dirt bags. It speaks to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.